it didn't listen to me. It walked out of the thicket, it turned around and looked at me. They looked up and in this tree, there was a monkey man. And the monkey man jumped down out of the tree and started running away. Suddenly, they're right in front of the car. He slams on the brakes and manages to stop. And he's skidding because it's not quite, you know, um, gravelling. And for literally for about a second and a half, they just stood there because they don't know where to go. And you tell them panicking, they're like ripping up thing. Their 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 face is like twitching. to Bigfoot Society, a podcast where we focus on cryptids, the strange, and the unexplained of this world. If you've got a story or something weird to share, send an email over to me at bigfootsociety at gmail.com. And if you'd like to support this show, head on over to patreon.com forward slash the Bigfoot Society. And now, on with the show. All right, Bigfoot Society, I have the uh, privilege of talking to a new friend, Mr. Michael Montoya. Uh, How are you doing today, Michael? Hey, I'm doing well. How's it going, Jeremiah? Doing great here in uh, the Midwest, Central Iowa. We're having a good day. Can't complain about it. Uh, I've been wanting to talk to you for quite a while, Michael, ever since I saw you involved with uh, the last, I believe it was the last season of uh, Expedition Bigfoot. Uh, that was uh, some pretty cool stuff you were involved with. We'll talk about that uh, later for sure. Um, I just want to do a, a quick uh, background about you. Uh, you are the artist behind uh, the channel on Instagram and YouTube, The Drawings of Bigfoot. Uh, people, if they've seen uh, a, pencil, a pencil sketch drawing of Bigfoot, uh, that is probably the one that you've done. Uh, your stuff is is very... Uh, popular it's all over the place uh, i know a oh, lot of you. people have seen it on instagram and um it says uh the uh info you provided you've also begun working with witnesses in 2019 uh to create composite sketches of creatures they encountered in the woods and desert so i'm very interested in that but is there anything else that you would want to uh have the listeners know uh before we start chatting about stuff yeah a little bit about my background one thing that uh, that was uh, I, it was misconstrued somehow on Expedition Bigfoot was sure. that I am a forensic sketch artist. Okay, I am not a forensic sketch artist. A forensic sketch artist, there's a very specific education. There's a whole thing that goes along with it. That's well, you know, that's not that's not my background. Uh, my background is quite different, actually. I was a tattoo artist uh, oh, up, wow. until, up, up until the pandemic hit. Uh, but I apprenticed under a tattooer by the name of Phil- Felix. I mean, as he is, his brother, you know, is, is an animator for Disney, and he just comes from a whole lineage of animators. And so when I uh, started to apprentice under him, before we got to do any tattoo stuff, it was a very extensive education on just he would train us as as essentially like animators first so we would have to understand proportions and weight and we you know weight distribution and things of this sort uh he would have us do things like uh you know study uh 
structure and then the muscular structure of, you know, different animals, lions of of alligators, different lizards and things like that. And he'd tell us to create our own animal. And then he would look at the, the claws on this thing look like it's it, it would be a predator for hunting this kind of thing. And look at the mouth on this. Look at this. This tail would not support this aesthetically. And he would just break us down on all this stuff. So oh, aesthetically, wow. all had to make a lot of sense. We would have to study skeletal structures. He had these different skulls that he, there were uh, replicas of uh, four different human skulls, replicas, not real, of course. And one was African, one was Asian. And there was, uh, you know, there were like few different ethnicities. And you see the difference in the skeletal structure. I mean, we, we, we really had to have an extensive education on it and been with muscular structure and with all this and that. So I, uh, just like a lot of us here, you know, the rest of uh, the Bigfoot world, I, uh, once Bigfoot podcast started to hit YouTube and, and, and the internet, I mean, that was just gold because now you could hear people's stories long form with the dignity that they deserve, you know? It's not like mm-hmm. it's not like catching a quick little three minute clip that's edited down, you know, on TV on Unsolved Mysteries or something like that, you know, or in search of or one of those shows back in the days. You know, we're able to hear it unfiltered. And I think that was a game changer. I think that was a huge game changer for, you know, the community. That's my uneducated opinion. But uh, once that happened. I kept hearing people describing these creatures and they were, I mean, their descriptions were so vivid and I wanted to, I just would start drawing these things all the time because I was thinking, what would that look like? Oh my God, they're talking about this kind of thing. I, well, that would be this, you know, when they, when uh, I started hearing about the sagittal crest, you know, there's witnesses that talk that have talked, not all, not always, but there are witnesses who have said that they have seen uh, a sagittal crest, which is, a prominent bone in the forehead area of, of like, let's say an ape that's, that's there to support a, a strong bite mass. Um, so I would just start drawing these things out. And before you know it, I would, so I started joining some people who I heard talking on some of the podcast and I just started messaging them. I'd say, you know what, I would love to work with you. I'd go to you. I'd love to, you know, see, I'd love to draw a picture of what you saw. And uh, they said yes. And at that point, I started doing a bunch of research on on forensic uh, sketch art, you know, on, on composite drawing, on the method. And I learned that a good chunk of the school is kind of what I talked about. It's learning about, you know, skeletons, you know, skeletal structures, uh, weight, you know, all these different uh, components. And so I'm thinking, well, I'm not trying to find somebody's missing kid here. Mm-hmm. You know, I'll just, and the big thing was asking the questions. That's, that's the big thing. You know, you really, when I'm drawing a picture of Bigfoot and I want to be creative, that's one thing. But when you're working with a witness, it's something completely different. Uh, you're, you're not using any, you try really hard not to use any sense of creativity at all whatsoever. None. Um, you try not to connect dots that aren't connected and it's just about listening and trying to, you know, not, not using any, you know, leading questions. It's just a whole lot of what could you tell me about this? What could you tell me about this? What could you tell me about this? 
and going down the line. And, and uh, so through that, within the first year, I got a, a pretty good little process down. That and I just who have been doing this kind of work, been doing composite sketches with witnesses for quite some time. I, I uh, spoke with a woman named Alex Evans, who's awesome. And uh, I listened to a lot of uh, different interviews. I listened to an interview with a woman by the name of Sibylla Christine Irwin. Oh, yeah. Who's also down Texas, yeah. right? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah. She's, she's, her work is incredible. But when I heard her interview, her approach was, was really amazing as well, too. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, so, yeah. And, and through that, I just kind of got lost in this world, you know, just meeting with people who have seen these kind of creatures. I've just been doing it for the past few years. That is that is a, a really fantastic story, and I kind of like it a little bit better than the whole forensic, just you know, forensic artist thing. Like, it, it's it's really cool that you know you were you were an apprentice as a you know a tattoo, uh, and just like all the stuff you really had to look into the muscles, the skeleton. It's just it's a very very cool story. Um, have you had a it, I'm sure you've talked to hundreds of, of witnesses over the years about their their Bigfoot stuff and drawn different things. Is there maybe some that, that stick out in your mind um, that you've been able to talk to them and then sketch their what they saw? Uh, yeah, it's you know, it's um it you know, once you stick to the process it uh it it it's you know it's pretty straightforward um it's it's really it's it's effective when i first started uh working with witnesses we would use tons of references they would find you know eyes that kind of look similar they would find three different pictures of a mouth and they'd say the center point of the mouth kind of looked like this one here but see the way that this mouth here the how little these lips are it was like these lips with that point but it was making this face that this person over here is making. Oh, wow. And then I would kind of merge those together, you know, but the more I kind of found once that the, the process, I just really honed into that. We, I, we just kind of needed less and less, uh, you know, reference work unless it's really to tie up some, you know, some tight details. I mean, we get people who have, gotten really really good details i mean i worked with a kid who who saw one that was about maybe like what 10 feet away from her just walked right two of them walked right in front of her oh man and uh and she could see the eyes their eyes were straight black and she could see them moving around like they were looking around but it didn't look the only reason why she could see that is because she could see the little muscles around the eyes moving, twitching. The, the witness, it's a, it's a deep, dark rabbit hole, this whole thing. I know it, it, it really is the, the whole deal. So for example, there's a question that, that, uh, I I'm thinking of that come, that came just out of, you know, what you were saying. So you mentioned, the eyes were just all black. Are you talking about like, you know, how you see maybe pictures of like black eyed kids and like, it's just up black eyes all the way across or like the, the pupils or can you elaborate on that? Um, th- this one in particular, when she described it, she said that it looked like 
of the Raver Kid black lenses. If oh, that wow. makes any sense. Okay, yeah, yeah. I think I get the idea there. So it was the full eye, the full eyeball that was. That's exactly what I meant. Black. Yep. Oh boy. Yeah. But I've I've worked with people who have seen whites, you know, who have seen whites or or if not gray, more of a grayish tone around, and then they get see a bigger, like the pupils bigger, but it's a little harder to make out the pupil, and uh, yeah, you know, I, I've. I have I've talked to a few people who said that the eyes they had you know normal looking eyes as far as the pupil to the white ratio that we are used to as people, um, but that's very rare, at least with me with what I've with who I've worked with. You know, over the years you you talk to people and you you write down what or you construct what they've seen right. Um, have you found that there's always you know. Once a person brings out a certain physical aspect about the Bigfoot, um, is there something that once you hear them say a certain thing about how it looked like you feel that the the eyewitness is more legitimate or uh, does it kind of differ from story to story? Uh, it, it differs from story to story, but there's always – there are there are uh, little triggers that you hear. One thing that was really interesting about him is uh, I, I, the I the actually it was the same kid that I was talking to you about that was talking about the the creature having the raver kid eyes, hmm. black eyes. Um, that kid also said that uh, the there was a one that was presumably she she assumed it was a mother, and then a younger one behind it walking. And uh, she said the younger one had peach fuzz all over its face and that both of them that she could see ears. They had ears, but uh, that the two that she saw, I don't know if it was a two or if it was the one, but I'd I'd have to look at my notes, but had peach fuzz on, on its ears. Talked about the peach fuzz on its ears and how it was sticking up and, uh, and it would kind of stick up and out I remember her, I was trying to, to draw it and I wasn't getting it right. And she actually took the pencil out of my hand. It goes, no, like this, like this and started, started doing it. And uh, wow. when Rob Johnson was, was describing the creature, he also described the ears having peach fuzz on it. And it stuck up, stuck up that made it, he said it made his ears look like Mr. Spock almost because, uh, because oh, of the sure. fuzz, peach fuzz on his ears. And uh, I think there was a, there was, one other one this is only there's three there's another one that i remember but there's like those kind of things where they say something and you're like ah that's yeah that's something i've heard a few times that i don't hear a lot on the on shows or on this or on that you know and um yeah there's there's definitely little things and i've i've worked with people too where it just what they're talking about i mean it's you know it it sounds very out there and i'm like i don't i don't know what to do with any of this you know and uh you know that's so at that point it's i've i've worked with with uh the run of the mill is there uh is there maybe an example you you feel comfortable giving of uh, something that a person said that you're like I don't really know what to do with this? Uh, are there you know, well, 
there I've worked with somebody that would say that they come into their bedrooms and that they're at the foot of their bed and mm. that they're, you know, that they're talking to them in their mind saying, you see me now, you see this, this, and, you know, <laughs> and, uh, wow. it, you know, get it, it, but you know what, surprisingly enough, I've only had uh, like two or three of those, to be honest with you, that that's, that's very rare. That is a rarity to get that. I would have thought coming into this whole thing that that would have been the majority. I I, I thought that I would just start thinking like, my God, like these stories are just wackadoo, but they're not. They're the stories I often hear. They have all this weight to them, and uh, and it it, it just it's the the exact opposite. You talk to people who are, you know, who who work for law enforcement. Talk mm. to people who have who worked for you know science departments at in at certain universities, and uh, you know, and and who'd say like this is the only chink in the armor of 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 science that really throws me for a loop. I don't know what to do with them, and and they're certain they're like we saw this. It was it was right there. It was right in front of me. It was right there, you know. But I, you know, the the scientist who does not know what to do with it, and that's seems to be a majority of the people, you know, and, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's always fun working with people, being able to, uh, it's very, it's an honor. I should say it's, it's an honor to be able to work with people and to be able to kind of, you know, to get a peek at what they saw. That is awesome. Can you describe what's the, you know, let's say once you have the full, uh, face put together of the the bigfoot after the person is like okay more of this nose more of these lips what kind of uh what kind of reactions do you usually get from these witnesses once they're able to look into the face of the creature again that they saw generally with a lot of witnesses especially at first when people didn't know who didn't have an idea who of who i was mm -hmm. um you know, now I, I get a lot of people who have seen my work and who are familiar and could look and see certain things and listen to interviews and they have a little bit more of an idea. But before then, I would get people who were incredibly guarded and uh, mm. and they just are, you know, there's a there's a little bit of a pro, you know time where where you're just kind of letting them feel you out. And I'm just answering a lot of questions because they're like, OK, because. You know, these witnesses, as you know, I mean, they're just left hung out to dry. They yeah. saw this thing and they have nothing to, to you know, defend themselves with in terms of their argument. It's, you know, it's it's sad. And uh, the last thing they want is to be ridiculed. Absolutely. And so, so there's a, you know, there's always a, a bit of a, you know, time in the, in the front end where you try, we try to build that trust, have a phone conversation first and then maybe mm. schedule the drawing date a little bit later if they're still into it you know um it's completely up to them i don't charge for 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 the, the this stuff and it's uh up to them whether or not i share it some people say go for it share it and others just want to you know keep it for themselves in which case you know i just have my own personal little library for me to learn and for me to study you know that's amazing um so yeah, so 
once they they open up and when they do when we are drawing and when we're getting closer you can start seeing they go from being a drill instructor to more of this more of this more of this and mm. you start showing them and their 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 body language starts changing and they start breaking down like oh my god yeah uh wow okay so maybe and then you just keep going and going and then you know at a certain point they just you know they're they're it's you could see like a release. Some people get emotional. Oh man. Um, yeah, it's, 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 uh, it's gotta be, you know, it's gotta, it's gotta be intense for some people. Oh, that's especially, you know, some of these stories, they're very intense. I can't imagine, you know, some of these people being taken back to that time where they saw a creature. Now they're able to look at its face again for an extended period of time and not just, you know, five, 10 seconds maximum. Um, you know, I'll share, I'll share a quick yeah. story with you on that subject. Uh, the guy I worked with on expedition Bigfoot, one, one moment that will always stick with me. And then these are the little moments, these human moments. These are the things that really truly stick with me. And, and when I, when I'm an old man and I think back about, you know, this experience, it'll probably be this little moment here, which is, I'm, I'm working that probably sound way more than what it is, but <laughs> We were got to this hotel guests, uh-huh. you know, there's a whole COVID protocol right. production and all that stuff. Right. So we got the, the cubes, up there, the little Q-tips up our nostrils. And it was just me and him just leaning back against a wall, just chilling in this long hallway. And there's, and it's at a hotel and there's nobody around. It's just us. There's just us two. They're just, we're waiting for the test to come through. And, you know, we're just kind of talking quietly to each other. And he's, you know, talking about, you know, his, his experience a little bit. And he said, yeah. And he was talking about when he, he was with his dad and they were hunting. This is in, in, in Washington. And uh, as they were, as they were hiking over, like over this ridge, there was a creature that came up on the other side of the ridge towards them. They oh, see wow. each other. You know, and this was the creature that I had drawn for him. Uh but he was talking a little bit about it, just very casually, too. He, and then he just started thinking about it. And I think I asked him about his dad, what you know, and he said his dad doesn't like to talk about it. Mm-hmm. And he just kind of started talking. And he just started going. And he said, I thought, and he kind of stopped. He goes, I thought we were going to die. And he just kind of stopped. Wow. And he was just in this daze. And about three or four times under his breath with that, and he was just going, he just kept going, I thought we were going to die. Like, thought we were gonna die yeah i thought we were gonna... and then he just kind of snapped out of it and shook oh, his head man. and was like yeah so yeah man and just kind of went on with the story but there are those little moments and even the you know the the 10 11 i can't remember if she was 10 or 11 when i worked with her the kid i worked with that i keep talking about even her she would there's always those moments where when people are recounting their story or recounting the way it looked at them Mm. and they just kind of stop and they have to just kind of take a second. You know what I mean? Oh, those are the, those are the moments that really creep up on me, you know? Oh, I I bet you've heard some, just some wild things over the years for sure. Um, Have you, have you ever had the, you know, have you wanted to yourself or have you ever, you know, gone out looking for Bigfoot yourself or? I haven't gone out looking per se, but Mm -hmm. then again, people like us, when, when, wherever we are 
in the woods, even if we're just driving through, are we ever not looking? You know That's what I mean? True. It's like mm-hmm. we go for a hike anywhere. And even if it's like a populated area, you tend to look at the ground for tracks just because it's just a programmed in you, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but no, I haven't gone out, you know, squatching per se. <laughs> and yeah, and uh, I haven't done anything like that. Um, you know, all of, all of my, I guess you could say research is by way of, of, of witnesses working with witnesses. I'm i I'm not a researcher, obviously I'm, you know, I mean, because I want to learn. I'm not somebody who wants to mm. prove, to prove the, these, these creatures exist. So, you know, I, I don't make a whole lot of time to get out into the woods to, find track, find evidence, find this, find that, you know, I'd love to, you know, I, I, but it just hasn't really quite happened yet. Do you ever have people contacting you saying anything like, Hey, you know, that picture you just released, I just want to let you know, that's exactly what I saw too. Do you ever get emails like that? Yeah. I get quite a bit of those. Oh wow. I get quite a bit of those more, and more often than not, they'll, it's, it's not exactly it'll they'll say and you know around this area there you know that's where people talk about different you know skinwalkers and all these different sure. types of things mm-hmm. but at the same time i have met people who say they have seen sasquatch like creatures out in the desert i mean, i'll have to tell you about that but um but yeah I've, I've i've worked with people who say i have not i didn't see bigfoot but i saw this thing that looked like this giant rabbit almost like this big bald rabbit that really was hunched over and it was in, in all this and so yeah but, but very few of those most of most of what i get are a, are bigfoot a big bald rabbit big, this big ears and it was hunched over and it said that you know the spine was just got a big upside down u-shape and it was uh um, if the, if he had like a, I think he had a Honda. He said he, he said when he went by it, it was almost to the top of his hood. Like it was really really big. Oh wow! Yeah. And uh, I, it, I I didn't think much of that. And I was just like, well, that's different. And uh, there's uh, these two guys. Uh, there's the I think in northern Arizona. They have the Navajo Rangers out there, sure. Which and uh, on the you know the indigenous reservations out there, the Navajo Rangers they they put together their own federal task force and a certain unit specifically for these kind of calls, supernatural calls, Bigfoot calls, all these different. Types Are of you things. serious? Oh yeah, look them up, the Navajo Rangers. Oh my goodness, I didn't know about this. This is wild. Yeah, this is a federal. It's it's yeah, it's it's incredible. I was listening to these two guys talk, and they talk about this rabbit thing, and my mind blew because again, I thought, well, maybe this is just one of these wackadoo stories that I'm, you know, that I'm getting. Who knows? Hmm. But yeah, that is that is really interesting. I'm gonna I'm gonna definitely look more into that. Have you? Uh, anything like, you know, people describing creatures like, uh, you know, uh, humanoid crawlers or like the rake or anything weird like that as well? No, nothing like that. That's good. No. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Not yet anyways. That's, that's good. That would, that would weird me out a little bit, but I'm sure they're out there. They, they might be 
contacting you. How do people get in touch with you, Michael? Uh, you can email me at the drawings of Bigfoot at gmail.com. Okay. I'm also on Instagram, the drawings of Bigfoot. You, know, you can message me on there as well, too. That's awesome. This has been a, a super fun uh, chat with you uh, talking about, you know, what your your whole story, what what really happens. Uh, invitation for people to contact you to to tell you about their encounter and maybe get a, a session set up or how do you deal with that? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You know, feel free. Just, you know, shoot me, shoot me a message or an email and, uh, and, you know, give me a little description of your encounter and, and, you know, we'll talk. That's fascinating. Uh, in the last few minutes, uh, is there anything else you want to make sure that, that people know um, that they can uh, keep up to date with what you're doing and uh, follow things that you're putting out? Uh, that's mostly, that is mostly the, well, you know, uh, there's a project that I'm, I, I started doing a couple of years back here and uh, I had to put it aside for a little bit. But uh, it looks like it's something I'm going to be picking up here again, and uh, and it involves um, elaborating on the on this process that I do. I, I've done a couple of animated shorts. I'm not sure if you've seen those. Huh. So on YouTube, if uh, you guys out there listening, if you go to YouTube.com and just type in the drawings of Bigfoot, okay, uh, I have a YouTube channel there, and I have worked with a couple witnesses, and uh, who have. Uh, talked me through their whole experience, not just just the creature, but geographically the whole nine. And I have uh, put together these shorts that are these animated reenactments, the the witnesses. I'm going to be doing a lot more of that stuff. So if there's anybody out there that has, you know, uh, who's had a an, an intense account that you'd like to see uh, in that way look it up and see if it would be your cup of tea i'm going to be doing some more of those here as well yes definitely i'll i'll definitely have all that information in the show notes for this episode but the, thank you so much for coming on michael this has been a uh, fun chat and uh maybe we'll be uh checking in with you uh in a year or so to see how things are uh, working out with your your project yeah man that sounds great thank you Thank you for listening to Bigfoot Society. If you like the show, please review and rate it five stars on iTunes. Hit the share button and send this episode to all your friends on social media. Subscribe to Bigfoot Society wherever you listen to podcasts. It doesn't cost a thing. Pick up a Bigfoot Society shirt or enamel pin over on our Etsy page and people will tell you all about their Bigfoot sightings when you wear it. At least that's what people tell us. That's what happens. If you'd like to become an official member of Bigfoot Society with a membership card, a community of like-minded individuals, and extra content each month, then please consider becoming a supporter of the podcast by going to www.patreon.com forward slash the Bigfoot Society. Thanks for listening.